0: Thanks for joining us for the Anchored Daily. This fall, we're learning from Ezra, Nehemiah, and Haggai as we consider how God would have us remain faithful, obedient, and hopeful no matter what comes our way. Hey, Bethel Church, this is Adam. Uh, I'm excited to journey with all of you through the ancient writings of Ezra, Nehemiah, and Haggai here over the next several weeks. You might be asking yourself, why are we reading through these books together? Well, Here are a few reasons. These books are God's word. I know for some of you, the Old Testament may not be your cup of tea. For some of you, you may love it. If you're in that category of not really liking the Old Testament or just struggle with it, I hope that these texts will change your mind as you see God's work and even the person and work of Jesus jumping from the page of these books in the Old Testament. Also, secondly, these books are timely. Their ancient writings penned roughly 2,500 years ago, full of names and places and religious practices and symbolism that are pretty foreign to us. But they tell the stories of human beings cut from the same cloth as you and I. And they're in relationship with the same God we know and worship. And so what God was teaching them and doing for them and in them and through them is what God is up to in us today. So it's God's word. These books are timely, but here's the third reason. Ezra and Nehemiah give us the background we need for the book of Haggai that we are going to be walking through as a congregation over the next several weeks this fall. Haggai, as we're going to see, was a prophet sent to encourage the people of God to re-engage God and the purposes of God, a call to make God's glory their priority, to stop focusing so much on building their own estate and kingdom so that they could build God a house to dwell in because this, is what the ta- this was the task God originally gave them when he sent them back home from exile. Ezra begins with that homecoming story. The first four verses of Ezra that we read today are good news. They, you could call it the Old Testament gospel. He tells of a time when a pagan Persian king by the name of Cyrus gave a decree for the people of God to start making their way back home to Jerusalem to rebuild a temple for God. And to give a little bit of backstory, Israel and Judah, they were the Northern and Southern kingdoms of Israel. They were hauled away from their land over the span of about a century and a half. This great nation Assyria came and ransacked the Northern kingdom around 722 BCE. And then Babylon eventually came and took over Assyria. And then they went for the Southern kingdom of Israel around 586 BCE. And not everyone was taken from the land, but the majority was in the temple where God dwell with his people was destroyed. And God's people were displaced, homesick, longing to return home to the promised land and be restored to God. But they had to keep waiting. And that's where the message of Ezra comes in this message from King Cyrus at the beginning of the book. God's purposes for Israel's exile had been completed, and now he's going to do something new with them renewal, restoration, new beginnings. Most of us may not know the pain of an exile as extreme as Israel's, but we know the pain of loss and loneliness, disconnection both with one another, but also with God. We live in a world of brokenness, not just around us, but in us. Ezra's words remind us that no matter what we're in, what we're facing, we have hope. We can have hope because we have God. There's always a future of renewal with him. God also carries out this new work through such unexpected means. It's amazing when you think about it. God stirs up the heart, not of an insider of Israel, but of a pagan king. All the resources that Israel's is gonna need will come from their pagan neighbors, gold and silver, goods and livestock. God is showing that clearly his sovereign hand is over their lives, accomplishing his will for them in whatever means necessary, using people and circumstances to bless his people. I wonder if the Israelites found themselves ever laughing in astonishment and joy over how God was working to help them in such an unexpected way. I think, I know, God still works in this way, using unexpected people and circumstances to accomplish his will for us. I can say that for myself, and I'm sure you can in your life. Every time we meditate on the gospel of Jesus, we have a reason to laugh in astonishment and joy, that God would use something like Jesus's death on a Roman cross, so unexpected, to bring forgiveness and transformation and life into our life. I wonder for you today, where might God be wanting to do a fresh work in your heart and your life, like he did through the time of Ezra for Israel? I wonder for you, when was the last time you were astonished by the way that God works things out For all those who love him. Think about that. So, jump back to where we started. Ezra is about God's faithfulness to his promises and his people, both in the sixth and fifth century, but also just as much today. But it's also a book about God's desire for our faithfulness to him in return. And we're going to see that when Israel makes their way back into the land. God wants nothing less than our whole lives. He wants his glory to be our priority. And that's why we were created. And that's where true life is found. And as we grasp a hold of that message in Ezra, it's gonna set us up well to hear the message of Haggai. My hope for you as you read through these books and pray through these is that you're gonna enjoy your time, but also that God will use them to transform us and make us more and more like the image of his son. Would you pray with me? God, I thank you for your word, both the Old Testament and the New Testament, all the stories that tell us about the history of your people, about your promises and your faithfulness. I pray that our time in Ezra and Nehemiah and Haggai would would help us to know your faithfulness, but also to be faithful to you, to love you with our whole lives, and to really get to work in building up your kingdom and focusing on your glory in the world so the world might know you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us again today Tune in tomorrow as we continue to encourage each other through God's Word Also, make sure to drop a like and subscribe So you're always up to date on the latest Bethel podcast Don't forget to go to Bethel.ch To check out all the amazing opportunities To connect and serve here at Bethel Have a blessed day